Live from the booth at Pops, it's time for the Riverdale Review! Welcome back, pals. We are back here in the booth at Pops, and uh, it's kind of lonely in here uh, this time of year, don't you think? Uh, I don't know, I mean, I'm here with you, so I don't feel that lonely. Well, I mean, that's very sweet, but I mean, like, the, the diner's kind of empty, like... Yeah, it's a little quieter than usual, I, I think. I tell you what it is, Pete's not here to <laughs> scream at everybody, is what it is. Why, scream over everybody and then himself? As you might have noticed, we are missing Pete. I am your backup co-host, Kale Ward, and, uh, Marco, I have a confession to make. What's up? Pete and I kissed. Oh, I, I, Pete and I, we kissed. <sighs> Kale, I don't, I don't really know how to feel about this right now. I, I sort of need to... Listen, it was just, it was in the heat of the moment. We were in this life or death situation, and... I, I, I hear Marco, you. Marco, I, I love you. I hear you, but at the same time, I trust you. And thank you for being honest with me. I should introduce you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the quiet pal. I am here with Special Agent Marco Cunolato. Mr. Marco Animoto. And we've got a lot going on in this episode. <laughs> Let's just fucking get into it. Okay. Uh, Spoiler-free review. What do you think? Um, I thought it was a good episode to come back into, just get back into the groove of things. Um, there were certain things where I thought felt were a little off uh, in terms of the some of the characters and where they're at and sort of where they've changed since break. Um, I did like the music very much. I did. I do want to bring it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, and yeah, and then the direction was, there was nothing too fancy in this one. It was pretty like run of the mill, basic, uh, sort of just point and shoot kind of thing. You know, there were some horror moments in there I enjoyed, but yeah, I mean, overall, I think it was a solid episode, nothing crazy, super outstanding, but I thought it was just good to get us back into it. A refresher almost. I feel like this was one of the most teen drama episodes. Y- yeah. Yeah. Of, of Riverdale. And we'll get into those reasons, but uh, for me, it was, it was a, it was a fine episode. It was a fine catch up episode, mm-hmm. you know, to get us into place and set the, set the pieces for the upcoming season. Yeah. But it, yeah, I don't, for me, it, it didn't do much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't super surprised by anything. I didn't really feel like there was anything super outstanding. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's, <laughs> uh, is that it? Yeah, I, I mean, guess that's, that's it. it for me, yeah. If you want to contribute to the conversation after you watch the episode, uh, feel free to drop out now. Write a, write us at thecomicspals at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at thecomicspals, and uh, we'll see you later. Yeah. Go Come on, back next week. Go on uh, YouTube, hit subscribe. Go on, uh, go on iTunes, give us five stars. Five stars for holding down the fort, for coming back, for making it to season two and a half. Ooh, that's a good point. Uh, how was your season break? It was it was good. Uh, a lot went on, but it was but it was good. How was yours? Uh, so I I know you've been going through a lot of teen drama that that <laughs> obviously we don't have to address, but it, it was like a, a very gluttonous feast of of teen drama. <laughs> I have been on like a steady drip diet of Power Rangers and Ninja Storm. Nice. Um, so I'm just getting like those little droplets of teen drama mixed with really just terrible acting. <laughs> <laughs> all right very very sincere all right let's let's go um so let's let's start the episode with the the stuff with archie okay so archie's main thread this episode is that he's approached by an agent of the fbi did you catch his name uh agent smith 
No, I'm kidding. It was something with an A. Yeah, I feel like it was another double A alliteration situation. Um, he's, so he's approached. He's approached by an FBI agent. Yeah. Who basically wants him to investigate the lodges, and this FBI agent reveals that the uh, that Hiram Lodges agent and Adams organized Agent Adams. Is that all we have? Yeah, that's it. Agent Andrew Ad- Adams, no, probably. I, I think, no, maybe it could be. Uh, he basically find, uh, reveals to Archie that the Lodges are an organized crime family and that Hiram is in the middle of it. And that's that sort of sets the tone for Archie for this episode. Mm-hmm. And I would assume for quite a, at least a few episodes yeah, of I this season. At least this first arc. This guy was handsome. <laughs> he came out of nowhere and I... It threw me. It threw me out of the episode for a little bit because it's like, what? Like, okay, I, I get it. We we like, we went from teen drama to like murder to like the FBI is involved. Okay, it's it's getting wacky. I th- I I feel like with Hiram though, this was going to be the conclusion, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like we, you know, he he comes in in season two straight out of prison. Right. So, like, if they if they have found out that he's involved in more, he's there's just going to be, I don't know, more police, more investigating. Right, right. More to dig into. So, Archie brings up his dad, and the, the FBI agent has, he doesn't want to go to his dad because Fred is supposedly in bed with the Lodges. He's working for the Lodges. Right, because they have, they own his company. That, do they? I know they did. After he found out they, you know, they worked off the deal for his, uh, his hospital bill. Uh, I was under the, it, it was my understanding that, that he like had like after Veron, um, what is it? Uh, Veronica's mother and, uh, and, and Fred did the deal. Like they signed some stuff and. Great. Great <laughs> podcasting. So, so my, uh, my issue with this was like. If the FBI is so concerned with, with Fred being part of the Lodge Empire, why would he be going to Archie in the first place? Um, plot, partially. I uh, mean, fair. Uh, I mean, yeah. You, you start pulling that thread, the sweater's gonna come on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, like uh, that's that's the only thing I can think of. Just they needed something, and Archie was there. They tried to rationalize it by being, by saying that you know Fred was in cahoots with the lodges, and that going Von, Veronica's been corrupted. So like the he's you know. Uh, for plot, I think honestly, I I agree. All this leads to basically Archie goes to Nick St. Clair's dorm room, yeah, and beats the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. Well, for right for him, uh, and like plays up this whole thing about like why he has to be there. So right, so he play he plays it up with the uh, excuse that he he wants retribution uh, money for Cheryl because she got rid of the check that the hush money that the St. Clairs gave originally uh, the blossoms. Yeah, Archie Archie goes as far as asking for double, <laughs> and then uh, one one sassy comment later, and uh, Nick has a broken nose. I mean, oh boy, beat the fuck out of him. I in my I, in my notes I I wrote down I wrote down Archie unnecessary <laughs> just like sassy just come on man yeah like it's just that's you didn't need to do that <laughs> i turned to my brother and i was like dude this is basically a paraplegic for the moment and like in his bed like chill out yeah like he he was pressing down on his broken legs yeah. already like jesus <laughs> boundaries 
Yeah, like your your threat went far enough. Like we get it. <laughs> You've seen the size of your arms, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so all all through this, it start it becomes obvious that that Archie and Veronica are still together, mm-hmm. especially from the 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 mid season finale. Yeah, they had you know they had their big get back together moment, and um, it's it's made abundantly clear that they're still dating. Yeah. Other than the finale, which I do want to get to, the the final part of the episode uh, with Archie. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's move on to Veronica. So she's working with her parents. Yep. She is. Um, we're we're kind of seeing the culmination of of the Lodge Criminal Empire. They're trying to get rid of Southside High mm-hmm. and take out the high school to get the land for uh, what they're calling Sodale. Cool. Oh God, <laughs> Sodo Sopa. It's so that is such a crappy name. <laughs> it's becoming such a thing. Oh Jesus, was it? Who was it? Was it Olivia? Was is gentrification the enemy? Well, yes, but I I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> there was an episode where we we had we had on a guest, and it turned out we 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 sussed that the the true villain of this show is gentrification. Oh, I would bet that's Olivia. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I would. I would put money on that being Olivia. <laughs> Pretty sure it was with her, and uh, that I, I, that was the conclusion. Veronica is basically tasked with keeping the peace between uh, the students from South Southside High, namely the Serpents and uh, Riverdale, mm-hmm. um, and it does not work. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, I had a lot of issues with the the gang relations in this in this episode we're sp- we're led to sympathize, sympathize with the serpents mm-hmm. and the the football team really came across to me as just another gang yeah yeah like a school like it, a school gang yeah I, I found i found that uh the principal banning the jackets oh weatherby yeah for the serpents but not the football players <laughs> really just like one-sided like especially <laughs> especially after the red circle uh, oh incident. yeah right like what are you doing <laughs> you just got a school sanctioned gang on your on your own hands like <laughs> this is this would be a good place to stop and talk about the music right so when uh the south side kids enter riverdale mm. they're playing uh oh and i, I should have stopped to look it up but i didn't think of it they're playing uh, a very hokey 50s sort of oh it's uh, a chuck berry song i think is it okay yeah, yeah, it sounded like him i i i i just i really like the um I really like the organ. There was like a portion where they just played this like spooky organ uh, like for a couple times. I think it was the theme for, I think it was the, the Lodges when it would, it would play it, but it was really, really like haunting and it would fit the moods really, really well. Um, huh. I, I didn't notice an organ. No. There were a portion of maybe like three or four scenes where it would just play out um, in, in the background. It was really, really, it was laid on really, really well um, for very appropriate scenes. It was really cool. Nice atmosphere. I didn't notice, uh, I didn't notice that at all, I don't think. Um, I, I specifically wanted to call out um, school days from Chuck Berry when uh, the Southside students arrive at Riverdale High mm-hmm. uh, because it was such a weird, folksy is not the word I'm looking for, but it was, it, it felt, it felt like a, 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 a real big callback to. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, like that that tone of Archie comics. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I definitely see what you mean. Yeah, like sort of like a um uh oh man, what was the show? Uh Happy Days? After like the Happy Days moment of Veronica trying to welcome the serpents into mm-hmm. 
uh, into the school with their extracurriculars and their school schedules. And, you know, she's trying to set up this welcoming committee for everyone. Cheryl and Reggie come down with like this fleet of uh, what I would assume are ne'er do wells. <laughs> They're cheerleaders. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> uh, to this like villainous, you know, sort of. Um, <laughs> Like an actual gang. Yeah, like a like it was, it was like a villain entrance coming, you know. Yeah, 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 She kicked in the door and walked down the aisle of, you know, Cinderella's wedding or whatever and turned her into a frog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At which, at which point, uh, the word traitor starts flying around. Oh. Um, and I wrote down in my notes, man, high school is so dramatic. This is such garbage. <laughs> and yet you love it. And here I am for it. Um, but yeah, I totally get what you mean. Like, it, it subverted that happy days moment of the entrance and all that. Uh, and just like flipped it upside down. And it, it was, it was really, it was pretty funny. Um, and, you know, typical Riverdale, typical high school show, it, you know, it, it just sort of led into just whatever else, all the drama builds up. Uh, but I thought it was, it was funny. It was a good moment. Yeah. It, it was very much. Like Jughead said in the uh, the opening, his opening monologue, Riverdale had become a town of bad luck, and is like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think I think a lot of that, especially in this episode, you can see um, in the serpents. Yeah, 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 like they were they were definitely had a they were they were in a down moment, they were in a slump. Yeah, and they're you know finally in a place where they're like, okay, no, we're in school, we can we can make something of ourselves. Mm-hmm. They have working toilets. <laughs> <laughs> which like uh your toilets weren't working Southside high <laughs> never had one clogged i mean i mean yeah believe me i've clogged a toilet <laughs> or two in my time what but there's no one to take care of that like <laughs> maybe <laughs> um, no wonder the no wonder the place was such a shithole hey, hey topical uh, ding, 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 ding. kale out an effect <laughs> uh, no <laughs> <laughs> um for that moment i actually thought of my aunt she teaches high school in East New York. Um, mm-hmm. So it was funny when, when they were like, oh, we're in a school that works and like that we can do stuff. I was like, yeah, that sounds, you know, that sounds about right about how like, you know, these kids would, would definitely act. They would, it'd, it'd be like a grateful moment because uh, I, I think in, in, in her school, like they don't, it, it's like in a not so great neighborhood. I mean, they don't have that. Uh-huh. They don't have that stuff, you know? And to go from that. So I was like, wow, it was a really real moment. Well, you, do you think? Because I, and, and I, like, I, I can't argue with that, but like, I, th- I thought it was really interesting how, um, uh, what's his name? PD, PD Peabody, uh, Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea, thank you. Uh, how, how Sweet Pea and, uh, Fogarty, uh, Fangs, uh-huh. how when Southside closed down, and they were telling uh, Tony and, and Jughead about it. They were like, yeah, we're going to school. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> because it like, what, what sort of like tough, tough as nails gangsters want to be at school? I mean, we guess when you don't have to like put up a front, it's like you actually want something out of it. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, <laughs> education is the future. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to fight that at all i just thought it was interesting that the the serpents would care about that (laughs) they know the value of a good lecture a good a good education a good education d's get degrees my man (laughs) 
You're not wrong. So I made it. Veronica finds out that through a text from Nick St. Clair, which I also thought was interesting, uh, she finds out that Archie has beat the crap out of Nick St. Clair. Mm-hmm. And Archie starts to tell her what's going on. And Cheryl steps in to say that she sent him to Nick St. Clair's to get the extra money. Yeah. Which which leads to Archie and Veronica in Pops. Mm-hmm. They they sort of make up after the, the Nick St. Clair situation. And they, they end up talking at Pops. And Veronica says... You're hiding something. Yeah. My girlfriend's intuition is telling me that <laughs> you are you are off. My girl was it my girlfriend uh are, are tingling. Her girlfriend senses uh, are tingling. Yeah. <laughs> In the presence of Archie, mine would be too. <laughs> At that point, Archie Archie talks about his kiss with Betty. Ooh. And that Cheryl was blackmailing him. Yeah. Because she happened to see that moment. Well, I mean not happened to see, it was a scripted moment and you know. <laughs> Of course, that's what was going to happen on- Stop pulling the thread. Especially <laughs> on a teen drama like Riverdale. Stop it. <laughs> let, me, let me love the drama. So, I, I had a thought about this, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. Archie Archie tells her about the kiss and, you know, just like we uh, dramatically reenacted, <laughs> she forgives him and she believes him. Yeah. But we don't know about that on Betty's side, right? Like where she stands with it all? Or, or yeah. like if Veronica's okay with Betty? Well, both. Toward the beginning of the episode when Archie and Veronica break into the, the lounge room and they're making out or whatever, mm. Betty gives Archie like the longing, you know. Yeah. The her longing Puppy dialogue. Right. Her, pu- her puppy die eyes. <laughs> Dog eyes. <laughs> Do you think Veronica will take some form of like- Revenge. Uh, retribution on, on Betty? So this was something that I actually told my brother. Um, I like this the way this show, and we brought it up before. The way this show deals with these kind of situations, they always deal with them in like a very just for whatever reason adult manner, very civilized. Uh, even that that moment where he she forgives him was just like, see, Andre, this is what I'm talking about. These are just the moments that make this show. He's like, and then he asked me, so then where does the drama come from? That's a good point. Yeah, it seems like the the drama comes from the anticipation of what yeah yeah of what we think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, it was just uh, I think it's going to end up resolving you know how the show would normally resolve, which is just it it deals with it in a very serious, serious, respectful and manner and it mature. Deals, yeah, and there's a resolution. Yeah, I I could see some drama coming out of it because Veron- because Betty doesn't know Veronica knows. Right. Like maybe hold it over her or something or uh may- for maybe for a hot second. Yeah. But I yeah, like like you said, I I think something will happen and and Betty will Veronica will come clean about what happened and and Betty will say, "Yeah, I'm uh, that happened. I'm really sorry." Yeah. So we've kind of ducked in and out of Jughead's part in the episode. He and Veronica were fairly tied together at least thematically mm-hmm. through the episode um jughead doesn't want to go back to riverdale yeah which i thought was weird so he he addresses that he feels more at home at, at Southside high because he he is spending more and more time with with tony he's getting to write more um and it seems like he's you know fitting in a lot better with the rest of the serpents mm-hmm. but like yeah for me I, I i also thought it was weird because like would you want to spend time with your friends yeah that was my thing. It was just, I mean, you know, that you were friends with these people. Like, that's the whole reason you were sad you left, but now you're mad you're going back. Yeah. 
He also fights Principal Weatherby on removing his jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, to which, to which comes his uh, very easily revoked suspension. Uh, he just walked into school in a different jacket, like <laughs> <laughs> on a different day, just casually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he doesn't. He doesn't want to remove his jacket mm-hmm. because I, it's safe to assume Reggie spray painted the. Yeah, Serpent yeah, logo definitely on the, on the yeah. school seal, right? I, I like, and to to which pretty fucking obvious. So like, I I um I, I watched it like that I, a couple seconds after. I was just like, I mean, dude, just tell him like, yeah, it's that's not how it's actually shaped. A serpent would know that it was yeah, Reggie. Do you, do you want to look at my jacket? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like ch- check it out. That's what it looks like. So I don't... he drew a fucking snake on the thing. Like <laughs> he drew a green like spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> dotted eyes. <laughs> So Jughead takes the suspension mm-hmm. and he starts to fight with FP about it. And FP goes, I know the laws, boy. <laughs> Kill is just flashback. No, not even that. Oh. Because like FP has this as, as gruff and as much of like a tough gangster as he is. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell like he's a gentle father. At, at yeah. the very least a good father. Albeit the leader of a gang, a drunk <laughs> and you know. Uh, caveating a couple things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like with Jughead, especially recently, you know, there have been a couple of moments where he's had to be firm with Jughead, mm-hmm. but not necessarily, you know, abusive or, or violent toward Jughead. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, FP, FP goes on to say that serpents hibernate during the winter. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a pops cleaning the toilets or, mm-hmm. you know, serving little jerks their coffee. Right. Uh, but he's there and he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And I assume he's doing it for Jughead. Yeah. As much as, you know, as much as he's doing it for, you know, to look like he's staying out of trouble. Yeah. That really explained a lot of, like, Tony and Sweet Pea's attitude toward the whole thing because they were just like, okay, yeah, we can't wear our jackets. Big fucking deal. You know, they were like, we don't have anything to prove, whereas Jughead- Still does. You know, he- I I think it's, yeah, it's a combination of he still does, but also he hasn't been a serpent long enough to, to really feel comfortable enough- within himself to to know that he's always a serpent like he's not comfortable just being yet yeah and especially going back to this you know this new school where people didn't know him as jughead the serpent oh right right you know he uh he i i it didn't seem to me like he he wanted to be treated the same because he wanted to be put in the same place as the people he was sent there with you know the serpents Mm -hmm, yeah so that that was a really good moment with with fp I thought mm-hmm. serpents hibernate during the winter. Uh, I think they do. They do. Oh, um, that wasn't a question. Okay, yeah. they, okay. There you that go. Was- I learned something today, <laughs> listeners. Jughead starts a D and D club. <laughs> yeah, I, where I, I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, Kale's gonna be really excited for this." Well, yeah, it was like, I mean, I I do kind of hope they get to play D and D. Like that's dope. <laughs> uh, they they won't. <laughs> they go on like a one random community style adventure playing D anD. d Yeah, oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> what would uh, Archie's character be? Uh, he's not invited. <laughs> he's not. He's not a serpent. Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, do you think we're gonna get Bughead back together? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, eventually, um, you know, once Jug deals with his stuff of just being comfortable back in this old environment or old new yeah. environment um and once betty deals with her stuff uh yeah do you think do you think uh betty is gonna deal with her feelings for archie again this season i so wanted to 
or do you, or like do you think we're gonna have another like the the big switcheroo we've been talking about? I think that, I think they're gonna toy with it. I really think they're gonna tease us out for that. Yeah, I, I think. But like, there's no way once Veronica finds out that Archie was working against her family, there's no way Veronica stays with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I definitely think this is just like a maybe they'll be like flirtatious. Maybe they'll um. Like they'll touch upon Archie, it. Archie and Betty. Yeah, it'll be like the same thing, like longing eyes, little yeah. lingering moments. I think we'll get more more of that. Just just tease it out, just to bring it like to where uh, you're talking about, and that'll feel. I think that'll feel better. I don't. I think yeah. So I I think Bughead's gonna get back together, mm-hmm. but by the end of Veronica's arc, something's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I wrote down Bughead reunion, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Um, so with that, let's get into Betty's mm-hmm. situation. She sort of goes off on the, um, the, the Archie Jughead sort of alternate storyline yeah. tangent this half of the season, uh, which I, I didn't hate. Um, for me, the story wasn't very interesting, mm-hmm. but I do like, if they keep it up, I do think, uh, I do think it, it would pay off. Yeah. Um, I, I- I enjoyed seeing Nancy Drew Betty. I, and we didn't, I don't even feel like we saw that much of that. I feel like we saw less of that. It was, it was still an adventure. Uh, so Polly comes back. Remember? Yes. Her long lost sister, Polly? Yeah. Whatever happened? They I just didn't. dropped that. Clearly they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's a thing and she had the kids. She, yeah. So she had twins and apparently nobody knew about it, uh, which I guess, I guess makes sense. You know, if you're in a cult, which, oh, yeah, Polly's in a cult. Yeah, when did that happen? And and also... I, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Also, <laughs> you just mentioned, like, oh, by the way, Betty had the... I mean, Polly had the kids. It's also, like, you know, you sort of knew how many months pregnant she was. You'd think you'd check in on her. Like, at... It's like, oh, it was around April. Better check in. Like, no one just knew. I guess, like... I, I guess I guess the idea is that she's so entrenched in whatever's going on at the farm, you know, that they're calling it, that she just hasn't called. She hasn't taken any calls. She obviously she doesn't want Alice to right. see them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Man, Polly's Polly's storylines have always always felt pretty paper thin. Yeah. Oh, so, definitely. So her cult status on the farm. <laughs> this led me to is this. Something we'll see connected to the Chile Adventures oh. of Sabrina. Oh, like a covenant. Oh, interesting. No, I did not. I didn't even. That's really good. Oh man, that'd be really cool. That'd be that'd be a really cool way. We yeah, we might get that. Might be how we get that Archie crossover. But isn't isn't it supposed to be something similar to the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, where they're like in the sixties? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm, I'm not sure. I, I was under the impression it was going to be similar to Riverdale, where it was, okay, you know, modern. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. I mean, that that'd be super cool. I didn't even make that connection. I would like to see more of Polly, but better. <laughs> yeah. So, because Alice is so bummed about not getting to see Polly or or the twins, mm-hmm. Betty goes off to try to find her long lost brother. Yeah. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the kid who Hal wanted to abort. abort. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so when when uh, when Betty brings it up, he's like, "Betty, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. You can't." And I was just like, "Man, Hal, you are a piece of garbage." <laughs> 
Yeah, not did not come off well uh, in that moment. Like, <laughs> I re- and it was weird too because uh, I really thought you know her, Alice was gonna react first, and just to just see how go off. I was like, whoa, dude, he's yeah, up. yeah, because he came off strong. Yeah, so I think there's something there's something there there. Yeah, maybe it makes me it makes me wonder if her brother the um so his name's Charles Smith mm-hmm. or Chick. Oh God, Chick! I I watched I watched with the subtitles on so that I could take notes or whatever. C H I C, Chick. Chic. How about dumb? <laughs> Dude's name is Charles. What about Chuck? Why not Chuck? <laughs> so this makes me wonder if if Charles is the the uh, kid chick. that she had with FP. Chick. Charles. <laughs> yes, correct. And, okay, good. Glad we're on the same page. Um, so they go find him in some, uh, what I guess is like a shady motel. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't super clear on what it, yeah. it was. Maybe like a hostel. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it, it, it didn't, it, it just looked like a place where, you know, it's supposed to be shady. It's supposed to be like, oh, like not so great spot kind of thing. Yeah. Charles or chick works <laughs> in fantasy fulfillment. Yeah. Which, so I had no idea what, what, what it was or what it is. Um, yeah, I don't. Okay, so I was like, oh, okay, I guess maybe this guy helps, like, helps them do stuff, or, like, I, I thought he, like, it, it was, a, like, a drug thing. But then when I saw the, the, the same guy at the beginning, uh, at the entrance of the motel, like, stabbing him, I was like, oh, he, like, pretends to uh, fulfill a fantasy for somebody. And, huh. and in this case, okay. it was, like, an attack and, like, like attempted murder. But then when they you got think? to the home... No. But then when they got home and, like, oh. he was actually bleeding, I was like, oh, Jesus, maybe it wasn't. Like, I have no idea what fantasy fulfillment is. See, okay, that that does actually make a lot of sense. <laughs> and Be- and Betty showing up, you know, we don't we don't get Charles' side of the story there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Betty just shows up and, and rescues him and takes him away. So, that, I mean, that is, that's a a decent hypothesis i thought it had to do with like porn <laughs> um so i i just pulled up an article about who is riverdale's newest menace mm-hmm. they're saying go away ad uh okay so what does he do for a living uh they fancy fulfillment his room was fairly sparse save for a microwave a chessboard and most notably a video camera in the corner of his bed on the corner of the room pointed directly at his bed so uh i think they're alluding to him being like potentially maybe like a porn star or something or like doing porn i don't know uh, yeah it's i mean it seems like that could be both i think yours your your hypothesis makes it a little more palatable for you know primetime television <laughs> yeah but yeah i think uh i think there is something there to both of those for sure mm-hmm. um so like we said the hotel owner manager uh manager maybe yeah is beating him up but he rescues him um, and they, they have a, a big moment, like big family moment for, you know, uh, stitching him up, putting him back together or whatever. And during that whole scene, so I know we're leading up towards the end, but like during that whole scene, I just got a really weird vibe from him. Did, what did you think of him? Uh, yeah. Not a fan. Okay. First of all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because his name is Chick <laughs> specifically. <laughs> okay. I'll raise you this. What's with the Coopers and being both heavy sleepers and sneaky what heavy sleepers so betty twice people in her house in this episode just walk into her room while she's asleep oh do you hear stuff like that when 
people walk around? I don't have people walking around in my... I, I, like I, I live like other than my girlfriend. I don't. I don't have people walking uh, around. Right. Like so. Like no, but it's also not weird and creepy. <laughs> yeah. So her mom does it, and she wakes up, and 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 Alice is just sitting there, staring off into the distance. I guess assuming that Betty will wake up eventually, and they'll talk about it. Yeah. And then yeah, like like you said, the the, the very end of the episode. Uh, Charles is walking up very, you know, creepily toward Betty, who's in bed. Mm-hmm. We have Jughead's narration basic, basically telling us, oh, yeah, this is a bad guy. He's going to do something to Betty. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. What what has she done? You know. Yeah. It was, um, it was extra creepy because – so, he walks in, right? He basically walks in. He approaches Betty and her, and, and her bed while she's asleep. Um, but she sort of like, he sort of backs away and then she sort of shuffles in her, um, in, and like under her covers and stuff. So he starts yeah, to walk away. Sleep. Yeah. And then she shuffles again, but like her leg, one of her legs is exposed and she's, and she's in like a super provocative position. So it made it that much more creepy because like her arm was up, like, uh, her shirt was kind of huh. like up, like, uh, pretty, pretty high up. Um, and, and, and he like started like leering like really approaching her was- I, yeah you can they the way they frame this you mm-hmm. know in this moment this moment specifically he was kind of leaning forward and you could see his his eye in the uh in the blue light yeah 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 it was very very much a like a power thing like where you're looking up at him and sort of angled like twisted and it like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. very distraught distraught um, it was, it was a good, uh, I was a good scene. Really creepy. Yeah. Right, so what do you think about that? Like, where do you think that's going to go? So that happened at the same time, um, of Archie's thing where Archie says, Hey, I don't think we got the right guy. Um, so like, uh-huh. that, so like after, um, Archie does all that stuff, he goes back and he meets with, uh, agent Adams, Kale's, uh, handsome fantasy. And, um, I mean, listen, he's got that deep voice. He's got that set jawline. He's a handsome fella. That's all. <laughs> um, but uh, he mentions he mentions to, to, to the agent that, you know, you've been following me around for a while. Do you think we got the right guy? Um, and in that moment, I was like, oh, who knew about Betty? Who knew about her family? Who knew all this stuff? Who knew about her past? Who knew, like, where she grew up? Who was connected to her? And I was like, oh, snap, he's the actual dude. Because for whatever reason, I didn't buy that the janitor was the dude. We, we, yeah, we're not led. To, I mean, we are led to believe it. But sort like, of. yeah, like any deductive person, like, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not, not conclusive. And, and yeah. so, like, I made the, the immediate connection. Just like, this is the guy. It makes sense. Huh. Because, yeah, because they also bring up that. Um, when, when Alice and, and Charles and Betty first meet that the nuns that, you know, were raising him sin, gave him. Sin, none, sin. Sorry? None. Like, taught him about sin. Like, this is where his whole thing about sin comes from, potentially. Okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I was, <laughs> thanks for interrupting me with that gibberish. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they gave him the Cooper address. Yeah. And he says, I, I, you know, I went up and, and I found it and I, I saw you. Mm-hmm. Alice and Betty ask why he didn't come in. And Charles says, I didn't think you'd want a guy like me in your life or, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Um, since we're here. Did you make that connection at all? Or it like, feels like a misdirect okay. to me. I think, I think he will be a villain. 
Mm-hmm. I think there is something there, but I, I, I think it, I think it'll be another misdirect. Okay. I like if I, if I base it solely on my Hal hypothesis. Yeah. Um, you know, where Hal is the, the black hood. I think that, I think that Charles will be the one to sniff him out. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Um, and he'll, he'll catch him in a, you know, in the act or something. In the act, in a in a bad moment, yeah, and they'll they'll have a struggle, and and you know Charles will have saved the day, or will be blamed for it. Huh. Okay. So that that was my thought. I, I I sort of made that connection, but I I don't I don't think that's what it'll be. Gotcha. Okay. So that's that's your new your new theory, huh? Yeah, that's my new theory. Okay. Um. So now that now that we've gone through the the big parts of the episode, um, I do want to talk about the FBI agent. Okay. Do you remember, did he show a badge or anything? No, he did not. He just walked up and was like, I'm an FBI agent. Yeah. I don't think he's an FBI agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like a more awkward entrance than um, the agent in um, Twin Peaks, where he like he just, dri- they just drive on in. He's talking about trees. Cooper? No, yeah. this is this is way different than that. I don't know. I got the same. Way different from that. I got the same vibe. I I don't see that at all. All right. I think I think this is someone. Um. I don't. Hmm. I don't think he was hired by Lodge. I don't think he's a Lodge employee. Mm-hmm. Um. But I do think he very likely is from someone who um is looking to get the Lodges. Okay. Corporate espionage kind of stuff. Corporate espionage, um, what's the other word? Rival, uh, companies, mm. rival crime families. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. Could be. Uh, do you remember, was it season one or two where, it, it may have been season one, where, uh, the, the football team goes to help Fred Andrews yeah. on the construction site? Season one, yeah. Was that, that was season one? Mm-hmm. Did we find out that whoever was busting up the construction site, was that, were those people sent by Hiram? Oh, think i think so yeah okay okay yeah never mind that hypothesis then why well, you think it was like that same those same people if it wasn't Hiram? yeah okay yeah okay. my thought was yeah maybe this is someone who who has been sort of trying to get at Hiram throughout the series mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay uh but yeah I, I don't now that that's true i don't think that uh, that's what it is so i don't know i i also sort of thought well maybe this guy's the black hood because there were also points in the episode, especially the beginning, where someone was taking pictures of yes. Archie and Veronica and then Archie. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Only Archie. Yeah, yeah, So, uh, yeah. So, I'm wondering, you know, we know that the whoever the Black Hood is slash was, uh, was, t- was following Betty and knew about all the stuff she was into. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this, you know, quote unquote FBI agent is the Black Hood. Why, why would he have it in for Archie now? Someone new, someone you know, connected. Wasn't his whole thing Betty? Well, sure, but I mean, he could move to Archie just as much. Archie's small town golden boy. Maybe I don't know. I, don't know. I kind of feel. I feel like it was Betty specific. I think I don't know. It could be a very well, well could be. And moving, moving to Archie, yeah. would make it even more. You know, how better to torture Betty? Betty yeah, okay. than to move to Archie. I could, I can see that. Um, let's talk about Cheryl real quick. Yeah. Her storyline was very vulnerable. Yes. I feel like that's where her character's been. It was another moment, which we've talked about previously, um, especially I think it was in the, um, the car race episode. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where she had these really vulnerable moments, but to me, they still felt very manipulative. Oh, okay. Um, so for me, like when she tells Archie that, you know, Nick St. Clair went after Veronica before he went after Cheryl, mm-hmm. that felt very, Cheryl, <laughs> come on. It's, it was one of those moments where like you, you know, uh, boy who cried wolf, right? Like- You've done so much lying and manipulating. Am I really supposed to believe that you didn't do that on purpose? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that was also like a serious, like a super serious topic for her specifically. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't think she would treat that lightly. And I, yeah. And along that, along that same line, I don't think she would treat that lightly for someone else. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, someone she considers a friend no matter how, how much of a dick she is. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You know, I don't know, but it still felt, it still felt that way. I think moments were like when she got the money and, and gave it to her mom was sort of, sort of manipulative in that sense. Yeah. Her, her relationship with her mom is just, that stuff is buck wild. Yeah. That's just them trying to upend the other. Yeah. Yeah. Her, yeah. Her whole thing there is, um, she's definitely got less of, uh, uh, uh power, yeah. less hand at home, you know? Mm-hmm. She started this season where she was like the iron fist of of the Blossom family. And now Mrs. Blossom has gone out and started like definitely prostituting herself. <laughs> Which I thought was such a weird move. I mean, she, she says that, you know, she has been sort of taking care of her whole life. We know she's had sex at least twice, you know. <laughs> um, it's one of those things that's like, you know, if you've been in this situation for so long... Does she does she know her way around a lodge? Uh <laughs> Ooh, caught that one on the slow burn. Yeah, I just thought I it is very interesting. They have a very interesting power play dynamic. Yeah, yeah, and it's very very toxic. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder how it's going to play out for Cheryl socially, like in the long run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, because Riverdale, as progressive as it seems to be, also very much isn't. Yeah. Unless it benefits them. Right. If it plays to their hand to some extent. Yeah. I can't. I can't imagine that they would take take well to an esteemed member of town hoeing herself. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep. So that's what I got. Yeah. What you got is good. We'll see what happens. Yeah. 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 Uh, next week, we'll be here in the booth. <laughs> talking about the stuff how does pete end this um what does he do he's just like all right well yeah that's uh it's been a show we're we're excited to see what happens next episode um if you have any uh suggestions or theories of your own to add on to ours you can always reach out to us um as Kim mentioned before at uh, the comics pals at gmail.com hit us up on all the social medias uh twitter facebook instagram at the comics pals rate us on itunes because that makes sean happy and then oh, i don't make that makes me happy too it makes me yeah, I mean, it's yeah, not yeah, here, yeah but, i mean that's fair um and then uh, tell, tell us your theories who do you think the black hood is do you think there's a new black hood do you think marco's right or do you think kale's right and depending on your answer it shows which one is your favorite that's true <laughs> be my favorite <laughs> <laughs> uh hey pop we'll take the check can i get a uh, back with us no no